It's now time to check in on the Bum and Cousins. Episode 12, Eight Things Thrift Stores Can Do to Help You Survive a Plane Crash. Do not go to a thrift store, dollar store or pawn shop without the Bum and Cousins. Let's join them now. Well, hello everyone. Bumming all the way from the deep suburbs of Madison, Wisconsin. Not some prairie, it's Madison still. I'm Peter Clay. And somewhere in the middle of central California, not Santa Maria, but pretty close, I'm Jim Reed. There you go. And uh, it's the beauty of podcasting. Uh, you know, you don't know when you're going to listen to this, so we don't have to timestamp this here at all. And so we don't have to say anything silly like, how was your Thanksgiving, Jim? <laughs> It was good. That's good. Um, And it's good to hear from you since our last show was in February. Yes, but we don't know that because it could have been any time. So if you're downloading these shows, um, and that's kind of been the – well, I don't want to get into a long, drawn-out story. And and since I've started, it's probably too late already. But uh, uh, the Ready Affliction has gone through some changes. It's going. I've I've been basically testing software. I think we've got the hardware pretty much figured out on both ends. I mean, you're going to be – in transition again here, I'm sure, soon. But I think for the most part, hardware has uh, has solved itself. And, you know, you get find, you find a new program. I found a program called Audio Boo, and that allowed me to record, you know, three minutes of whatever was on my mind, and that was fun, and those became podcasts, and then uh, ran into Spreaker, and that allowed us to do a live podcast. Uh, and so there's some good and some bad with that and all that stuff. So there's just, you know, technology changes, and, uh, you know, and so... You know, the Radio Affliction w- was intended to be a show itself, and it was the David Williams Radio Affliction, and the kind of a news, weather, sports type of thing. But it's kind of morphed into this collection of different podcasts as if you were listening to the radio. I'm, I'm thinking of the old dial, you know, the bloop, 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 you know, you would tell you'd find a station, and so here's me and my Roku, and here's Bum and Cousins, and here's Audio Booze, and here's this and that. So it's kind of, you know, it's... It's evolving, and, and so it's not like we haven't done anything since February, but uh, but the Bum and Cousins have been kind of on hiatus for a while, but here we are. That's right. So there we go. So, uh, Jim, what's what's going on in, in your world? What have you, you been up to? Well, um, I think the real awesome news is the discovery and purchase and acquisition of the missing Firestone Christmas album. Ah, did we have we told the whole story on this on previous episodes no, of Bum and Cousins? I, I, maybe so, but we can recap it. Um, way back when, and I'm thinking probably maybe the last time I was back there, or the time before that. So we're looking at roughly about five years ago. Um, Pete and I were on one of our bumming trips, and you know we always dig through vinyl. And, like, every thrift store we went to, here are these Firestone Christmas albums. And I'm getting to the point where I'm really tired of seeing these things. (laughs) I mean, everybody must have just donated all of them at once because I – you can back me up on this. I think we must have visited, like, three or four stores in one day. And every store had at least one or two volumes. And what was interesting about it was, here's something that is so annoying. What are we going to do with this annoyance? Well, let's just pick them up then. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> so maybe if we just buy a set, 
they'll go away, right? And they won't bother us anymore. Um, basically, what they were from my limited research, um, they were a promotional giveaway thing starting about 1962. Um, your Firestone tire dealer would give you a Christmas album if you went in and bought a set of tires or something along those lines, right? Yeah. And I believe they did this for. I only know of seven volumes, so I'm going to say seven years worth of um, these Christmas albums. And they were collections of various artists who were uh, relatively famous at the time. Um, Rise Stevens, who I'm not familiar with, but he's on the album a couple different volumes. Uh, Julie Andrews, a uh, number of other artists. Um, but anyway, so you know, you'd, you'd go into your Firestone dealer in 1962, buy a set of tires for your you know, Chevy Biscayne, and um, you'd get a free Christmas album collection. And there was seven volumes. And so we, you know, we went through, and um, I think right off the bat, we found like three or four of of the collection. Well, and, it seems uh, to me, yeah, because for the longest time, we were missing two. And I can't remember if it was the last. Now, I, well, see, now you, now here's the even funnier story, is, yeah, I, I was wondering, I thought... And maybe I just misremembered. Is I thought that this challenge started out in California when I was out there, but I think you're right. I think it was out here because I had most of the albums that. And right, right. So, so yeah, so we're we're so, scrounging around. <laughs> and somewhere albums. along the line, you started the collection all over again out there. <laughs> That's right. It's like, well, you know, I had to fly back, so it's like I can't. I'm not going to bring those albums out here. Um, I'll just start my own. And I think the f- the very first time I went out, I found like five in one thrift store. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, I had like there's almost a complete set right there, right? Um, and then um, I think volume seven was missing, or uh, like six or seven, and volume one. And I finally found the the remaining volume, but volume one has been just completely elusive. I mean, that was the first year it came out, so I guess that makes sense. And the interesting thing is Volume 1 doesn't even say Volume 1 on the album cover anywhere. It's just it's a blue album cover with a red bow on it, and I guess that's the hint, is if it doesn't say Volume anything, it's Volume 1. Sure, yeah. (laughs) So, anyway... um, Well, they didn't know that this was probably an experiment. You know, it was a promotional thing. And so once they just said, hey, this this worked out really well, let's do this again. Uh, Or maybe enough people called up and said, hey, you give those albums away again. Right, are you going to do that next year? Because we really like that one. Yeah, I I was on the tail end of those album giveaways because I remember, uh, I believe you and uh, your brother were uh, with me and my brother. with our grandparents at a McDonald's, and we we they gave us if you bought, you know, I don't know, I don't remember what they had back then because I know they didn't have the meal deals like they have now. But if you purchased right, there was a, no Happy Meals, or yeah, anything like that. if you if you purchased a thing, you could get this solid gold album for five bucks. I don't know, but I remember Grandma, you know, getting that for me, and I'm pretty sure you guys were there as well. I still have the album today. Wow, it was a was Ronco. That yeah. Was that the infamous McDonald's? Uh, yeah, visit? you know that's a that's an inside story. Probably not. <laughs> I don't really need to go there. Maybe on a bonus episode someday. Uh, yeah, I don't think Adam was there. So, uh, <laughs> no, we were all there for that. I think. 
Were we? Yeah, okay. I think that was a big family effort there. But we love <laughs> we love those vinyl plastic seats. But anyway, that's um. Yeah. So anyway, uh, yeah, we're getting off track here. Yeah, but, yeah, we do. That. Um, about two weekends ago, my girlfriend and I went up to um, um, uh, Cambria, California. Wow. Which is a very tourist trappy yeah. kind of town, um, and we're just just making a day of it. And there's tons of thrift stores around there, but of course they're all, you know, times ten as far as cost wise, um, you know, because they're everybody who goes there is a tourist. Um, but we're in this one kind of cool thrift store, uh, maybe along the lines of um, Saint V's, and. You know, we're wandering around, and just I'm a little bit shocked on some of the prices, even for a thrift store. This stuff seems to be, you know, kind of pricey. But I'm digging through the albums, and when you know what you're looking for, these albums are so easy to spot. In a whole stack of them, you can find them very easy because there's this red ribbon that's about mm, three inches wide, and it and it and it goes around all four sides of the album so even if you can't see the front of the album you see this red little stripe across the end of it so that's what I always look for um, so we're there and I you know, go over to the albums and I see oh, I don't know four or five albums with this red strip on it so I start flipping through it and like the third one I looked at it's volume one or, you know, it's volume nothing. There's right. no label on it. I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah. Now, let me ask you this here. Now, when you see it then, do you just go, oh, that's really interesting? Or do you do? did you do a little touchdown dance? I go, hey, everybody, you know, and start, you know, spiking oh, things. I, I the, did. I kind of like, oh, my God, this is awesome. I finally <laughs> found the remaining album. You know, I don't care for the music that much, but it's like, yes. <laughs> I think I said yes just because I knew you didn't have it, and I did, so. Uh, yeah, for some reason on that one, I, now I can't say, now, cause now I was kind of not even looking at vinyl for a while. And my big thing in the time that we've been off, uh, the big, uh, deal has been that I have regained a turntable and I picked up a, an ION PT USB. Um, I must say it was found at a thrift store. I didn't personally find it. Um, I do have a parent who is a manager of a thrift store. And so it doesn't quite count as a discovery, but you know it was from a thrift store, so right. Uh, and that was sent to me, and so yes, vinyl has returned to this this household. Very good. And uh, and so, but yeah, I, w- I would find some uh, every now and then. I did not. Uh, I, I'm I'm interested to see my reaction if I do happen to bump across the the because now the, the well, one the, I'm the, the challenge is doubled now, so you you have uh, to. Well, I'm missing two then, and it's not the last one because I do have the last one. I do have volume okay. seven. Um, I'll have to look to see which one it is. I was uh, thinking maybe it was six. Could be. Yeah. Could be. Six and then the inaugural edition right, of. Right. So that's one challenge because uh, that's what we do with the, the Bum and Cousins. <laughs> we go out, and from time to time, we say, okay, here's we've got 20 bucks, and there's four stores that we are going to go to. What can we get for all that 20 bucks? stores uh sometimes we did one here on bum and cousins we said under uh, what could we find for under 10 bucks uh that's right that thing. we did that so that's what we do here it's 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 kind of a sport uh type yeah. of thing it's not 
necessarily uh, find something really cheap and then sell it on eBay for you know fifty billion dollars or anything like that. Not to right. say that we don't resell things from time to time, uh, but that's just not that's not the agenda uh, that we're. It's just let's go bumming and let's see what we can find. Now, for me personally, I like to find things that are still useful. I'm not about just collecting stuff for the sake of collecting them. I, I, you know, I'm big into uh, home appliances, uh, vinyl records, uh, books from time to time. Um, because now, since I've gotten the the iPod Touch, it's I'm all about electronic reading. I was going to get a Kindle, <laughs> but uh, I, I just got more books that I know what to do with. So that's uh, that's my end, Jim. You add anything on your end? But yeah, well the Final footnote on that on the record, the Firestone collection was this thrift store. Actually, after I dug through all of them, had all seven. Oh, in one shot, and I almost caved in. I it was a little short on money. Otherwise, I would have done it. And they wanted three bucks a piece for the albums. So oh, for that's twenty-one bucks. Twenty-one bucks, I could have had all of them, and they were all cherry. Really I mean, they looked condition. like they were never yeah. never played. Yeah. That's the so, one issue of the ones that I have. I have played them, you know, at Christmas time just for for giggles type of thing. And yeah, you run into some sparkly sounds, you know, <laughs> we love from vinyl. Yeah, I suspect if I went back up there and it's it's not that far from here, um, they'd still be there and I might even just do it, you know. But uh, we, know we put it on the podcasting airwaves now. But right. then again, no one will probably hear this until... You know, next February. <laughs> I know. I, I have no idea what our listener base is these yeah. days, if it even exists. But the, well, the radio affliction is is doing really well. Uh, for what you know, I'm you know, I I got other things to do in life. You know, life gets in the way sometimes. But for the amount of work that I do, and the you know the amount of advertising and promotions that I do, it's is zero. Uh, <laughs> You know, it's amazing we get anything at all, and that's fine. You know, we do this for the love of it all. It's it's, it's all good. You know, we got the the time, we got the uh, the equipment, we got it all, and we get together whenever we can. Sometimes it's twice a year. Sometimes it's twice a month. You never know. That's right. That's why you gotta subscribe uh, to the Radio Affliction. You can get that on iTunes. Which I, that's the one thing I've done in the meantime is there's an actual icon. That's how you can tell. Uh, if someone's just podcasting or anything, if if there's no logo, it's got like a microphone and some things sprawling out. Uh, but we have an actual logo right now, and we'll wow. eventually get one for the Bum and Cousins. Bum and Cousins is something I think eventually can branch out on its own. It's it's its own entity, and we do have our own website, bumandcousins.com. Um, but yeah. So, um, one thing I want to say, I, I mentioned the gaining of the turntable again, and it's been a wonderful uh, thing. We, there has been a death in the family, though, uh, and that is the magic bullet uh, has died <laughs> in the family. I wish I had some sound effects. And I was, you know, it's, it was one of the things you had mentioned. I think I, I texted it to you, and I put a sad face on it and all that stuff, is that uh, we have a little segment here. <laughs> the would or would not jingle and uh, I, if I saw a magic bullet 
I I probably would consider it, you know cost would have to factor in you know then if it's one of those things where they're charging twenty bucks for one you know I was like well twenty dollars I would get I would get a new one but uh, I but like I think as I mentioned or you mentioned to me I I haven't seen them and I I can't tell if that's good or bad because some of these household appliances uh, that you see at thrift stores are because somebody got drunk. Uh, maybe over New Year's Eve, woke up the next day and saw infomercials on. You had a pounding headache and saw a dumb infomercial, and you thought, "Hey, that, you know, that'd be kind of cool." You know? <laughs> so, now, or you know, uh, oh, uh, Grandma Johnson would really like that. I'm sure. You know, that would be a great gift for her. Sure. Yeah, uh, you know, wedding gifts, and you know, and you got oh, four yeah. of them, you know, and so you donate one or two or something like that. And uh, I, I recall this is like, oh gosh. Eight years ago, uh, ow. Um, if you if you act now, buy one, you'll get a second one free. And that to me seemed kind of weird. Like, well, <laughs> how reliable <laughs> is this product if you're you know already getting a second one right away? Uh, but it lasted a long time. It was useful. I enjoyed it. But uh, the it what it is it's it's a reverse blender, and so that the what I mean by that is that the attachment that you would attach is also the blade that goes on, and so then it goes and attaches to a motor then and spins it, and all the wonderful things uh, happen then. And so in order for that to go, and there's an attachment on the bottom of the cup or the blade, and then kind of a adjoining thing at the bottom with the motor on it, and that kind of would just spin and, and not do anything afterwards. So, you know, it lived its life. It served its purpose. We moved on with life, but could have fixed it. Probably, <laughs> probably. You still, you still have the original iPod, still, right? That's still working. I do. On. Yeah. Um, and so okay, so you know, it was one of those things that if if this fate had its way, if I saw one, I I would pick another one up. Well, here's the story. So we are at a uh, tailgate for the University of Wisconsin. Uh, nobody in us group that I was with ever went to the University of Wisconsin, but that's, you know, but they're, they're a big thing here, and uh, we're a big sports town. And so we're at this tailgate at a um, uh, local high school there in the front there in a tent, and so they've got uh, uh, a little TV inside the tent of what's, you know, what channel the game's going to be on. So the game's not on yet because we're tailgating. We may be having a beverage. And so but before the game starts was an infomercial then, and it wasn't for a magic bullet. It was for the Nutra bullet. <laughs> so it looks a little bigger, and it's it's supposed to be able to break down fruits, vegetables, uh, you know, you know the stems, everything. Uh, so you get all the nutrients, and you mix it with the water. For some reason, they always seem to use coconut water or almond milk, or something like that, and you can make a delicious, nutritious beverage out of it. And it comes with the recipe book. All the all the same kind of things that you saw in the Magic Bullet, except for this was a little bit more serious of an infomercial than the the Magic Bullet made it seem like it was a big party thing. You know, you can make <laughs> nachos, you can make drinks, you can do this. Uh, the Magic Bullet, the Nutribullet was all about you know, healthy things and this and that. So it was a little more laid back, a little more, you know, it's still a thing to act now and you can get all this. So right. 
So Black Friday, uh, obviously it was it's new, and I, I checked the website out, and it's from the same makers of the Magic Bullet. And so in the would or would not, I went with, I went new and ordered the Nutribullet because they had six payments of $20 so and free shipping. So, hey, come on. It's, wow. Yeah. So my, my thought process on this is, is, okay, it can do all the things that it says it can do. And I know that this process works and it's a good tool. Now, can it also do all the things that the Magic Bullet did? And so, well, we'll see. So, and I have a 30-day money-back guarantee. So, huh. awesome. We'll keep you updated. That yeah, I, I don't think I've ever seen a magic bullet at the thrift store. No. So that either says there weren't many sold, and hence not many gotten rid of, or everybody who has one, it really is pretty cool and doesn't want to get rid of it. There you go. That's what I'm kind of. But, yeah. Uh. And you know, because I think what I did is that I uh, I kept the one and sold the other one on eBay. <laughs> uh, so still you see, you could have had a spare now. Um, you know, life goes on. You know. Yeah. Okay. Or you could have given it to your cousin that you know your favorite cousin. Uh, just don't. And think... I don't know what Kent would have done with it. Yeah, I was going to say no. <laughs> uh, uh, anyway, you are listening to the Bum and Cousins. We are here uh, for you. You can uh, follow anything that we do on Twitter at Radio Affliction. Uh, that will keep you apprised of uh, all the Radio Affliction programs, but plus more podcasts like Bum and Cousins, Me and My Roku, uh, Audio Booze, anything else, uh, anything else that I might write about, think about, breathe about, uh, that you can get at RadioAffliction.com itself. And all the Bum and Cousins. Every single episode we've done so far is available to you at bumandcousins.com. I am Peter Clay. He's Jim Reed. I'm in Wisconsin. He's in California. You would think that would make things difficult, but you know what? That's two different worlds, and it's amazing to me how thrift stores uh, all seem to, you know, like you said, we found a whole bunch of the Firestone albums out here. You go out there, and boy, there's an equal amount of them. (laughs) Out there, that and Herb Albert and the team want to bring. That's right. Well, should we check? Uh, do something a little different uh, on the show that we we've done in the past. I, I had a whole bunch of notes of things that I have, have found uh, at thrift stores uh, along the way, but uh, that was on my iPod Touch, and I'm using that to talk to Jim right now, <laughs> <laughs> so I can't reach those notes. So uh, we will go to thrift stores. In the news. I wish I had a news jingle for this, too. Maybe I'll add that later. Uh, funny thing that I, I noticed a common thing, oh, not maybe quite as common as Firestone Christmas albums, but how much thrift stores are in the news as far as burglaries go. And the only reason why I wanted to bring this up is because how far down the line do you have to go for a crook to go, okay, maybe bank is too big. Uh <laughs> The you know everyone's behind the glass walls in the convenience stores. I got it, thrift stores, and I I, I it just and I don't know I, when I'm reading these stories. And I don't know if you read the couple that I had sent to you, but I'm I'm wondering. My first impression was, well, was there something that was donated that they wanted back that actually meant something to them, or was this just <laughs> just cheap, 
you know, crooks just you know, like thinking, hey, it's got to be all cash, isn't it, or something? I don't know. What do you uh, I I don't know. I mean, they deal in cash, but they'll take my credit card too. So yeah. Um, I don't know. I guess maybe they figure it's an easy mark, and uh, you know, might be able to grab a hundred fifty, two hundred bucks or something. But you know, really, uh, is it worth it for you know? But the risk of getting caught for one hundred fifty bucks. Well, here's one here: the Salvation uh, Army Thrift Store, and I'm trying to see where this is from. Can't see here. Uh, Frederick County, somewhere. Um, where's uh, someone's boyfriend or something like that would threat had threatened to kill her if she didn't give him access to the store safe, where more than six hundred dollars was missing. <laughs> Whoa. <laughs> I don't know. Uh seems that just I don't know. Is it I don't know if it's on the same level of a church or something like that, but it just seems to me uh, how how dumb are you? To say, right. you know what, I I'm I'm gonna hit the, I'm gonna hit the thrift store. <laughs> Apparently they didn't watch uh Pulp Fiction the restaurant had to be I mean, now, here's one, well, using that point of emphasis on it is that most, they're, maybe they're figuring that the people at a thrift store aren't getting paid very much or volunteering their time, and they're going to say, you know what, screw this, you know, my life's worth more than this, here you go, whatever you want, you know. Right. Uh, women, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that's, it's, I guess in tough times, I guess the economy's still tough and, you know. Oh, yeah. Whatever you can do. A Salt Lake City woman who bought a $3 blown glass piece at a Utah thrift store got more than she bargained for after learning it was made from cremated human remains. <laughs> 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 Jennifer Peterson. Now, uh, this will get to another thing about me that just is kind of a pet peeve of mine, but I, I, I can understand why people do these things. But Jennifer Peterson recently bought the blue and white glass ball at the West Jordan something. Um, it wasn't until she searched online, hoping it, to praise its value, that she figured out its deeper significance. So, here's again, somebody who thought they, you know, oh, this looks cool. It's only $2? I'm sure it's worth, you know, hundreds of dollars or more. Right. Uh, I'm going to be on Antiques Roadshow. Woo! Uh, <laughs> so, you know, it serves her right. <laughs> yeah. It was this thing... The, the the ashes were mixed in the glass or it, were contained inside it's, of it? It's a blue and white, you know, it's kind of ceramic on the top. Then there's like a glass ball. Down it. it almost looked like it was like one of those sand sculpture things, you know. And it okay. looked like there was different right, right. Someone, I'm just looking at the photo on it online. So this is courtesy <laughs> of the Salt Lake Tribune, so you can search for it there. And, uh, okay. There are pictures everywhere. So, yeah. Um, no, this is, this is a dumb story, and, um, this was about a thrift store in Youngstown, Ohio, that was, was starting up, but then the city, uh, forced them to shut down, uh, over disagreement over zoning. And this is, here's the only reason why I'm bringing this story up. Under the city's zoning code, strip clubs, adult bookstores, bars, tattoo parlors, payday lending operations, pool halls, and second-hand stores are considered regulated use venues. And that's the only reason I'm bringing this up, is to put in thrift stores 
group them in those type of things <laughs> with strip clubs, adult bookstores, bars, tattoo parlors, payday lending operations, pool halls. Oh, that's a little crazy. <laughs> Zoning uh, board refused a waiver after it found that there are five other regulated use venues within 500 feet. So in Youngstown, Ohio, you cannot have a thrift store next to a tattoo parlor or <laughs> strip club or adult bookstore. So, gotta love city politics. Yeah, I hear you. <laughs> Okay, so going back to what I was talking about earlier about robbing thrift stores, here's another one in Knoxville, Tennessee, then, where a fire broke out at a thrift store and arson was later then determined the cause. So if you were desperate enough to (laughs) rob one, (laughs) how desperate are you to want to burn one? (laughs) I'm I'm not getting that. I'm, I'm missing. Uh, when I lived down in L.A., there was one that I would stop at on the way home from work, and yeah, about every four years, it would catch on fire. <laughs> oh, insurance, you think, maybe? Or... Uh, yeah, something. I don't know, you know. Maybe all those old clothes are, you know, flammable when grouped together or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, vinyl. Eh, I don't know. Uh, well, just think of the old electronics, too. I mean, oh, my gosh. All the different things here. And uh, final story, and this really is not a thrift store per se, but a bakery thrift shop. Uh, And the only reason why I'm bringing this up is because everybody knows that Hostess is running into trouble. And the uh, Hostess, the Wonder Hostess Bakery Thrift Shop uh, is recording record profits (laughs) of Twinkie sales. (laughs) 82-year shelf life. Uh, is that really true? I, I always thought that was kind of a myth that they kind of busted. Yeah. I don't want to test it to find out. <laughs> I, I'm going to say. Are there any 82-year-old Twinkies now? No, right? I mean. They're not. Haven't, have they, they haven't been around that long. I don't think so. Yeah. I would say like maybe late 50s. So that gives you about, what, 40, 50 years? Maybe. I don't know. I. I now fifty sixty years okay, but still, yeah. I mean, unless they have the very first Twinkie still, and right. you think of the different packaging that was back then and all that stuff. I don't know. So, right. I, I mean, the preservatives that are in them now probably weren't in them then. So, would a you know first generation Twinkie, if you still had it, be edible today? Probably not. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I, I had gone, oh, at least almost 20 years without having one. About three years ago, um, I had, uh, was helping a friend out uh, and had bought a, you know, a two-pack of Twinkies and only wanted one. Says, no, I don't want that. I haven't had them in years. I don't want them anymore. And right. so I you know, I ate the damn thing. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, um, I could go another 20 years uh, without that, so. Uh, so that is thrift store in the news. That was a new segment. What'd you think about that, huh? Mm, yummy. <laughs> Something new and exciting. Don't say we don't innovate here at Bum and <laughs> So, well, um, what kind of uh, have you been bumming lately? And if so, you know, have you picked up anything cool? Um, uh, you know what? 
I will tell you the big thing uh, that we had. Um, I did little little stuff here and there. The the big thing that I had over the summer. Maybe you remember this uh, from a couple of shows ago. I I'm kind of starting golfing during the summer, and uh, I had a big golfing weekend two years ago, for which I had picked up uh, a ten iron club at the um, Dig and Save thrift store, which is unbelievably busy all the time. There's just times like, you know what, I have a second or two, I'd like to stop in, but it's too busy. And it's, it's mostly for the closed by the pound type of thing. Right, right. Um, I have stopped in a couple times. Yeah, I've actually used it as a place to donate stuff, too, because I, I will pick up stuff after a while, and it's just, it's just time to clean stuff, whether it be clothes or anything like that, and I'll just... It's one of those nice ones where if I'm, I'm usually not concerned about the receipt. I can just run in. There's never anyone usually back there, and they say, "Here's a receipt on the table." You know, just go ahead. You know, right type of thing. So sometimes when I'm in a hurry, I'll I'll do that. So uh, so I picked up a ten iron club, and I I didn't know how much it was going to cost, no price. So they charged me twenty five cents for it. So wow. I got twenty five cents for the club, and then I was just kind of farting around in the front yard and my neighbor saw it and says hey look at this you know a 10 iron he's like oh yeah wow that's cool and he looked at the grips and he says oh man those grips look a little worn do you want me to you know put new grips on for you i was like well you know you don't have to do that man that's expensive no no i just started doing it this year i need the practice is it okay if i do that and i said (laughs) all right so for 25 cents i basically got you know a new club and new grips and all that stuff and then i had found a pair of shoes then too so then this year I'm all packed up, ready to go, and I'm, I'm with the guys, and uh, we're getting ready to go golfing, and we stopped at a Goodwill in Stevens Point, Wisconsin. All right. For you uh, folks out there. And I had forgotten a hat, and so I picked up a hat and some sunglasses, and I picked up what I would call a fairway wedge, and it's between a five wood, a three and a five wood, uh, but it's kind of in a titanium. So, and it was a little long and it turned out, it's turned out to be the best club, uh, that I got in my bag for, especially my second hit. That's where I struggle the most. I can drive pretty well and I can putt. Okay. You know, big deal. Um, <laughs> so I picked up that. So, um, uh, I, I guess he's a friend of mine. Um, I see him every year at the guys weekend, so uh, I can tolerate him for four days a year. Uh, uh, he had a really because he doesn't golf other than the you know the two times uh, that we go during our guys weekend, and he had picked up a whole new bag and maybe another club or two for five bucks. So wow. if you've got some people out there who are just thinking about starting up golfing or anything like that and are worried about costs or anything like that, one. Go to your, just your local golf courses and all that stuff. You can usually play nine holes for like twenty bucks, no big deal. And that and this where we went uh, also included a cart as well. Then, so if you just wanted to walk, it'd be like fifteen bucks or something like that. Cool. Um, and two, just find some clubs at a at a thrift store and stuff just to get started. And then if you feel like you get in the groove and you know you you feel like you don't suck so bad, um, or you don't want to suck as bad or suck not as bad something i don't know just do it that way and then you know you can make little investments here there and everywhere so that's just that's one little tip the other thing we had was our local garage sale in the neighborhood so we live in a i don't know quarter mile you know thing of about you know a couple hundred houses just in a little neighborhood here in the uh suburbs of madison wisconsin not sun prairie but it's still madison 
and uh, <laughs> we we just picked up a a load of stuff. It was some. I mean, it's it's kind of interesting. We we usually participate in it, but this year we didn't. We wanted to see what other crap our neighbors had. And a whole bunch of things. I picked up some books. Some of them I resold on eBay. Some of them I'm reading right now. And uh, so I've picked up some things here and there. And I've I've basically had a good time. What about you? What's going out there in California? Um, I haven't done much of the garage sale, yard sale type stuff, swap meets. It's mostly I've got like three or four favorite thrift stores and I kind of have them laid out so that I you know hit this one and then just kind of go in order. Now you but, have this um, kind of um, sculpted out so like if uh, you're you're commuting either on your way home or uh, you've got it mapped out for like on a weekend or something like that when you're yeah yeah. yeah. Um, so my favorite one it's uh, called New Image Thrift Store in Santa Maria, and I believe all the proceeds go towards like uh, um, the women's shelter in the area. Oh. Um, but it's it's very well run, very neat, very clean. Um, all the employees super nice, and I mean they're constantly going down the aisles, straightening clothes. Um, you know, if somebody buys a, a coffee maker or something, the guy comes back down the aisle about five minutes later and he fills in the hole with something else or scoots things around to make it look you know presentable. Hmm. Um, and I always do pretty well there it's it's rare to come out of there um without buying something uh so i think it was about two weeks ago kind of felt like i hit the mother load while i was there um i got um appliance twice anyway i found a bissell spot bot Mm. um like brand new uh it seems to work um for anybody who doesn't know what it is, it's a little kind of a mini carpet shampooer. It just you just set it on top of the spot and push the button, um, and um, you have the um, shampoo and and water mix already in it. Is this for like linoleum floors type of thing? It will or do. Tile? It. I think it's mostly for carpeting. Like, it is uh, okay. You know, like if your dog does a whistle or something. Oh. And, um, you just set it on top of the spot and push the button, and I think in six minutes it goes through a cycle and does its thing. Gotcha. Okay. There's also a a hose attachment that goes with it, so if you want to um, um, do a little upholstery work on the, uh, the sofa or something, you can do the same thing. It's got a little sprayer on it, and um, it'll spray the soap. You scrub it and then suck up all the uh, the remaining stuff. So I think I got that for like seven bucks. Oh wow! Yeah, and it, I mean, it doesn't seem to be anything wrong with it. Wow, that's that's a good that's a good score. Yeah, that's a good one. Um, then there was a 1950 KitchenAid mixer. Um, if there's anybody out there who follows those, it's a 3C. Looks like to be about 1950. Um, works great. Uh, it's just missing the whisk and the bowl. Which uh, it's going to take a little doing to find it. I I see them on eBay, but they seem to be very popular. Um, so I may have to, you know, kind of camp out on some of those. Uh, Don't you have other ones already, or no? I've got another one, um, uh, a Sunbeam Mixmaster that I also picked up there. I think for like <laughs> five or six bucks, and it's complete. It's got two bowls and the bl- and the beaters and and everything. So now. That begs a question here. 
Um, I'm not bag away. I'm not. I don't recall much cooking coming out of the Reed household. Uh, you know, I don't see you know a big cake maker or anything like that. I'm, <laughs> I'm just trying to think of the usefulness. Uh, that's because here. you never come out. Well, last time I remember, I'm we last well last, a couple times ago there was a big grill out. I remember that, and that was appreciated. I, I do remember that. Okay. Um, but yeah, I'm not. Uh, uh, are you a big cake maker here or something like that? Or no, nah, I just I'm I'm kind of moving into some new phases here. Okay. Uh, you know, recently divorced, so uh, um, and I'm going to end up with um, my house back. Yeah, and I'm just looking I'll, at. I'll believe that s- when I see it, but I I trust yeah, you. <laughs> I know, I know. It's been a long time coming, yeah. but I I think we're almost there. Okay, cool. Um, but I I want to do some cooking and, and some baking and stuff. And I think that'll be kind of fun. And, you know, I, I mean, even if I want to do just, um, pancakes or something like that, I mean, I, I'm going to end up with essentially no appliances. So I'm just kind of, you know, well, I mean, here and there, I see something that looks cool. Ah, I'm going to get it. That's, 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 that's bumming right there. I mean, you, that's you, it. You have Absolutely. A, yeah. I mean, that's, that's the ultimate dream I have is like, you know, once I, this media company here just takes off, you know, and need her own office. I just, I just want to <laughs> fill it with stuff that, that I just want to go bumming, you know. I don't want to just, uh, just grab things for the sake of grabbing them, you know. I want to, you know, it's like you say, these things help other things. This is going to be my big bumming cousin's tip of the day uh, here today. Um, I'm trying to think of the ones I've done in the past that was, one, don't buy cordless phones. Right. Um, because you, you have to get the batteries each time. Um, I'm trying to think if there was another one I had out there. But this one today is when you're going um, to donate stuff, mix it around. Just don't keep donating them to the same one. I've got like five, six places just right within a you know five-mile radius of me right here. There's hospice. There's the Salvation Army. There's Goodwill. There's St. Vincent's. Um, it seems like there's another one that I'm I'm missing right now. Each one has a cause that's that's worthy of you know that stuff that needs that stuff to help to generate the revenue. And so my big bum and cousin's tip is to make sure that you know you kind of rotate around there and spread the wealth, not just to go there and buy stuff to support them, but also to don- donate the stuff for them to sell. That's my that's my big moment for you this time. Right, and I would add to that by saying you know when you do go bumming. Um, if you already have a nice mixer, don't buy another one. <laughs> you know, or if you do, you know, make one, donate that one back to the thrift store or something. It, it it's really easy to just build up a collection, and it's like, okay, you know, what I really don't need five mix masters. Foreman grills. Foreman grills. Yeah, <laughs> I. It's. I'm thinking about collecting those, but. I you know here's the funny okay here's another thing this but is, I'll tell you what the problem with collecting them is they made so many models you you'd have twenty or thirty of them <laughs> and I don't think it would be all that useful okay. so here here's the funny story about these things because it's not very often that Jim Reed listens to me okay usually you know there's you know I'm just full of crap and all that stuff he's very supportive and helps me out with things like 
what we're doing right now, but he also thinks I'm an idiot and all that stuff. But there are a couple things. <laughs> one is the Roku. All right, so that's one thing that you know I got that he thought that was that was cool. Then and two, we I, I know we talked about it on this show. I was talking about my Foreman grill, and he's just like, "Why would I want that? Why would I get that?" And all of a sudden, then he texts me says, "You know what? I just picked up a Foreman grill." Oh, guess what? No, I just picked up another one. Oh no, I picked up three <laughs> today. You know, so. <laughs> That's funnier than the Firestone Christmas album. That's funnier than me picking up four milk crates of albums um, at a swap meet in California and driving right. them across the country four times. But uh, <clears throat> is the Jim well, Reed I, I think grills. I have, I have, physically I have three. I gave one to my son, <laughs> um, who I don't think has ever used it, so it may end up back at the thrift store. But I have... I think I have one small one that just does one burger and one large one that I call the toilet seat one because that's what it looks like. I think you can do – Oh, because it's got like an extra lid or something like that or it, – It's just it's just a bigger version of it. Okay. I think you could almost do four burgers on that thing. But now I, I saw a really cool one the other day and I, I was like, oh, that's cool. And then and I'm like, no, 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 no. But it's a small one, standard Foreman grill. But the cover was split in half, and each half could set its own temperature oh. with a little digital readout on it. Uh, and I'm like, well, cool, but I, I, it was too small to be really all that usable. It's like, why would I want one half at you know 180 degrees and the other half at 240? Yeah, I, I, I just I don't know. No, I never. No, because it cooks things through enough that the temperature has never really bothered me that much. Yeah. Uh, my, uh, you can't win, you know, for trying type of things. This is a, so this huge Foreman grill. I mean, probably six burgers or something like that. And it's just <laughs> like, if I came home with this, I would get yelled at. Why would you get right. that? So she was actually with me, and she says, as we left... She looks at me. She goes, "I can't believe you didn't get that." Says, no, no. <laughs> if I no, I there's no winning in that because if I had bought it, she's like, "What do you need that for?" And I said, "You know, I could right. see that coming." And then when I left, it was like, oh, "I can't believe you didn't get that." And so she basically calling me a wuss right there to my face, and that was just not not cool. I I, I think I would have loved to have seen the reaction had we brought that stereo eight track <sighs> console home. I, I, we that probably it, right? talked about this on the show before, and because we want to be doing this show in person in front of each other, because <laughs> you would have been kicked out. With no we, place there to was, go. There was there was something going on that day. Jim was here for a visit, and we went to the Dig and Save St. Vincent's. And I, I'm one of those guys that I, I just I don't haggle over these things. Either it's meant to be or it's not. And especially when you're dealing with things that are going to charitable causes, I'm not going to be, you know, a creep about these things. But this was in the back and these things aren't priced. And so I was kind of inquiring and there was like three, four people. But this was a council, uh, just, you know, a classic, you know, wood grained uh, thing. It's one of those things that, you know, and you would open up the lid and inside then would be a stereo, usually a turntable and a radio. But this one on the right. side had an 8-track player in it. And we've kind of been on an 8-track kick lately, and I've kind of gotten off of it because, one, I have just haven't been able to find good enough quality of them. Plus, I can't find really the tapes anymore other than Johnny Cash, John Denver, you know, old country 
uh, right. stuff. The classic stuff seems to be gone. Those, those days seem to be gone, and so I've I've concentrated on vinyl. But there, here is this, and I'm ninety five percent certain that it didn't work. Uh, because just for the sake of it being at that particular, if it had been a regular Goodwill or a regular St. Vincent's, but the fact that it was in the back of the dig and save, um, where yes, you can get 25 cent golf clubs. You can get some vinyl records. You can find some things, but other than that, some of the other stuff I, you know, uh, (laughs) so this did not eat at my soul like the four milk crates of albums that I ended up having just to get and was mad about for years on end. Uh, but this... Oh, it was eating at your soul, all right. You were just afraid you'd get your ass chewed if you brought it home. No, that was the encouragement. You, you wanted that it. Was, no, you that was... wanted it. <laughs> there was no guarantee that it would work. There was no one who could say, you know, just give me a price. You know, I, I said, can, can we just do this for 20 bucks type of thing? And I, I would have taken it which vehicle did I have? Did I have the Subaru then or something like that? Or uh, Yeah, I think it would have fit in there too. Yeah, so. shoot. Anyway, <laughs> uh, no, that was the only incentive was this would have gotten me in trouble. That was what was that was what was going in my brain to get it. But uh but the fact that no one could give me a straight answer as as far as a cost or anything, well, that's a drink, that's a collectible, blah, 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 blah. Oh, get Frank out here. Where's Frank? You know, it, it yeah, just, you they know, were just, really wishy washy about yeah, the price. Yeah, and it's just like you know what I just I'm and like I said, ninety five percent sure something didn't work in it, and that so it was I moved on with life. So, <laughs> but you're regretting it obviously because you talked about it. You brought it up. <laughs> <laughs> Anyway, well, you know what, guys? I think we've wasted uh, enough of your time here with us, the Bum and Cousins. It's been a long time coming. We'll we'll do this again. Don't worry. Just you know, follow us on Twitter at Radio Affliction, and always go to bumandcousins.com. Anything that we end up doing, even for like five, ten minutes, we'll put it up on there. And all the podcasts, audio booze, blog posts. Anything that I'm thinking about, breathing about, dreaming about, anything like that, that's going to be at RadioAffliction.com. You can't go wrong, so just follow us there. So, uh, you know what? Do what you want. We, we're we just telling you what we do. Don't go bumming like my cousin. Bum, you know, bum the way you want to do that. From deep in the suburbs of Madison, Wisconsin, not some prairie, it's Madison. I'm Peter Clay. And here in the central coast of California, not quite Santa Maria, but almost... I'm Jim Reed. Have a good evening. (laughs) We'll see you next time on Bum and Cousins.